Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, it's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Hi, everybody. Um, this is episode 235. I'm totally guessing here. Holy shit, it's episode 235. I got my documents open now. Uh, welcome to Potato Thumbs Podcast. I am the super professional co-host of the show, Fluffy Fingers MD, and back from his sabbatical. Some say he was in Germany. I think he just had super COVID. Admiral Nips, what's up, buddy? This sabbatical. I've been on a sabbatical <laughs> before. This, sir, was no sabbatical. <laughs> it was super COVID, wasn't it? Oh, uh, no. Uh, I, I faded the vid. One of the people on the trip did not fade it. So, oh, really? They got it in Germany? Uh, yep, but they passed their test before they flew out. So they got back home and then woke up the next day feeling sick. Haha, <laughs> fuck you, Germany. Right. And fuck everybody who was on the plane with her, obviously. They did? Wow, that sounds like an excellent plane ride. I should go to Germany more often. (laughs) (laughs) My friend, I have missed you. It's been two weeks. I didn't blow shit up. I tried, but um, it didn't work. Welcome back to the show. Reasonably enjoyable shows while I was away. I was very proud of you guys. It was pretty fantastic. You guys made me laugh. you made me wish I was on the show to talk about stuff that you were wrong about. You know, <laughs> normal stuff. Bro, I'm never fucking wrong about anything. I don't know what you're talking about. You're lucky if you're right about anything. <laughs> uh, I'm right about running shoes. Maybe some things about biking, but probably not. <laughs> um, Congrats yeah, on man. your little world that you were an expert in. <laughs> That's right. I'm an expert in me. Um, I uh, God, I need a haircut. Do you see all this fucking gray right here, man? Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's really crazy when you have a whole I, bunch of gray yeah, hair. I know. You got like you got like eight inches of. How how long do you think that is? Is that longer than eight inches? Is that like a foot long beard now? I don't think it's a foot, but it does Dude, go like down. It's like a subway foot, <laughs> right? A subway foot long. <laughs> It is down past my, uh, b- b- basically to the nipple line. So it's <laughs> pretty, pretty long. Yeah, that's pretty rad, dude. Oh, God, it's got to go. It's starting to annoy me. Is it? <laughs> I, 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 keep, I, I keep catching it in my coat when I zip my coat up. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, I like, normally I don't wear a coat, but it's been cold the last couple of days and mm-hmm. it's going to be cold for a little while. So I put my coat on and then I zip it up and then I'm like, fuck, my beard is stuck in my coat. I have to, like, pull through the hair to unzip it so I can actually, like, move my head around without pulling all my beard hair out. So it's reaching a level where it needs to get a, a little bit of work done. I um, I had a bad zipper coat experience this week. I um, I have this... I, my goggles, you know, they have the magnets on them, so the face they mask do nothing. Up. What's that? The goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my, my snowboard goggles have the magnets on them. Um, 
So the face mask flips up to them, but it also doesn't block like the air vents so they okay. don't fog up, you know. And it's also nice to just be riding and like flip it up and it just catches and sits in place. Um, so Bob Burton came out with a new hood that goes over your helmet, but still okay. has the face mask thing, you know, and it was on back order and they had a cool color. So I ordered it in like early November and it arrived last week. Right. So it was like two month wait. Right. That's a little bit annoying, but. Um, and it has it has like strings on it so you can tighten down the hood around your helmet. OK. First day out riding, one of the strings gets caught in my jacket zipper and I didn't realize till we were done riding and I go to unzip. And like, of course, this brand new like hood thing that I have, like now my fucking string is all like instead of being nice and cool looking, it's all frayed on the end because it got caught in my zipper. I'm like, motherfucker, the first day I got this shit. Now it's all like stupid ratty looking. It doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't functionally hurt it. Right. And no one fucking cares but me. But still, like when you have something new and like you just accident, like you zip it up your coat, you don't even think about it. You you fuck it up. Feels bad. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, so dude, how is Germany? Uh, this could easily be uh the most <laughs> cursed trip I think I've ever been on. Um, <laughs> I we'll start with flying out New Year's Day, right? Oh yeah, you got fucked. I got to the airport like eh, two hours ahead of time. Probably didn't need to because whatever international flights, sure, but it's. The part that I was going on wasn't the international part. It was Madison to Denver first and then Denver on. So I could have gotten there a little bit. So basically it was, you know, two hours. And then Mm -hmm. the next four hours, the flight time was two hours away. Basically been 15 minute increments over the course of four hours. And then it's like, oh, okay. The plane that's supposed to take us to Denver was four hours late taking off from Denver. So now I know I'm not going to make my connecting flight, right? So we were sitting on my sofa as this is going down too. like Nessie and I were like, oh, shit, it got delayed. Oh, shit, it got delayed again. Oh, shit, it got delayed again. (laughs) And then you text us that picture of of the fucking like corner of the airport, like by someone's office door. And you're like, oh, well, it looks like I'll be sleeping here tonight. And we're just sitting there in my in my living room. We're like, fuck, do you really think he's sleeping on the ground in the corner of the airport right now? That at like 3.30 a.m. Uh, mountain time. So that would have been like 4.30 a.m. Uh, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe we saw that the next morning or some yeah, shit. Right. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so the flight takes off four hours late. At this point in time, it's like, okay, I'm missing my flight. I'll just get a hotel room and, you know, the next day I fly out, right? Little did I realize that uh, Denver's airport was having a bit of a meltdown that day. And it wasn't just my plane that was a problem, but, like, literally everything was fucked up. So we get there and we sit on the tarmac for about an hour and 20 minutes to get a gate. So before we oh, could even get off worse. the plane, did it yeah. was the air moving or was that's it like? Oh, I mean, that's thank God, dude. It's because it's okay, like, I guess, but like at the same time, we're all wearing masks. We've all like been traveling for far longer than we want. 
people who still have a chance to catch their flights, like the ones going further west and stuff like that, are starting to spaz out because they're here at the airport, but they're never going to make their flight in time. Yeah, uh, that sucks. So we get there, and I have another, I'm under no like worries that I'm going to catch my flight. So I head immediately to the customer service uh, area, and I'm like, I'll get customer service, make sure I'm on the flight tomorrow, get a hotel voucher, and just head on out, whatever. I get there, and you know how they have the moving walkways through? Like, you know, usually covers like three gates or so at airports. Yeah, Denver has crazy walkways everywhere in the center, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like one of those. Basically runs the, the length of like two or three gates yeah. uh, from where the customer service is. To... At least. At least two or three gates. Yeah, yeah they're long walkways. I think it's only yeah. two or three, but like it's, it's long, you know. And I come around the corner and I see that the line for customer service goes from the beginning of the moving walkway all the way to the other side and hooks around a little bit. So I go and get in my spot in line. At this point in time, it's 9.45 p.m. Uh, and I call the number and say, hey, give me a call back uh, if when it gets there for customer service. So mm-hmm. whichever happens first is great, That's right? really smart move on your part. Yeah, yeah. I stood in line from 9.45 until 2.15. In the um, morning? Fuck. I, I was 25 people away from getting to talk to the customer service desk when they're like, all right, we're closing down and sending people home because they are already been working overtime for forever. So here is the extra special number that only is good during this emergency for you to call. Um, so now it's 2, 2.30 by the time I get out of there. Thankfully, I saw what was happening and I called early, so I only had to wait half an hour on uh, hold talk to somebody so three o'clock and they're like oh yep you're scheduled on the next plane or next flight for tomorrow you're good to go and i check my itinerary and it doesn't show that i'm on the flight tomorrow (laughs) so i call lufthansa to make sure because united was who i called first because they were the Mm -hmm. original carrier the second flight was lufthansa so i call them and say hey uh i'm just making sure i'm on this flight tomorrow and they're like we have no record of you being on the flight tomorrow. Let's get that squared away for you. Well, the Lufthansa hold was like 45 minutes to an hour. So I sat there for a long time. That's when I took the picture of the, uh, this is where I'm sleeping tonight. Oh, um, man. So I got done. They're like, yep, it's good. You just got to call United to make sure that uh, they reissue the ticket, blah, blah, blah. So I call them, wait on hold again another 20 minutes or so. But it's, it's 4 o'clock, so the hold wait isn't that long. And they're like, uh, nope, don't see your ticket here anywhere. And I'm like, I just want to be on this plane tomorrow. Can you do something about that? And she's like, well, let me see what I can do. Put me on hold for another 20 minutes. Uh, came back and like, it's good to go. I like check my itinerary and it's actually updated. And it's like, all right, cool. Now I can relax, rest and relax. So I went to one of the restaurants that had tables out, <laughs> threw my backpack down and like used that as a pillow, basically. Uh, Slept there. Um, the flight left Denver at like 6 p.m. So obviously I woke up when the airport started filling up again at 7 a.m. And they opened up the restaurant and stuff like that. So I got a solid 90 minutes to two hours of sleep that night. Um, in an airport, too. In an that airport. sucks. So now I've got time to kill. And my in my time to kill, 
I noticed I, one, forgot my charger for my laptop at home, so I had to go to, like, a Best Buy or a Target or something like that to buy a universal charger while I'm away. Which is really close to the airport because the airport's right next to the city. Right, right, exactly. So I spent a ridiculous amount of money to get to the closest Target that had a universal charger, get that, and then uh, get back. Um, But... I also then stopped at the baggage claim area and was like, hey, I missed my flight to Germany yesterday, so I know we're going out of Lufthansa. I just want to make sure you guys, you know, get my luggage over there and I don't have to do anything special. And she's like, no, you should be good to go. We'll send it, send it off to the side and let the Lufthansa people know it's coming, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then I checked in, got on the plane. Great. We're on the plane, landing in Germany on Monday. Uh now at about noon german time so i've been wearing the same clothes for 45 hours straight my direct boss who i've never met in life before because obviously it's covid and he lives in salt lake city so my direct boss and another director of the company are waiting for me to get out of uh baggage claim so that we can all ride together they were they were being kind and friendly and making me not have to try to figure out how to get a train they were just let me ride with them um and i waited and waited and all of a sudden no more bags were coming from the baggage claim that same shit that happened to us in seattle man it's such a shitty feeling when that thing stops moving so i went and i talked to him and i was like uh hey uh, here are my baggage tickets and they're like well let's see and scanned him he's like yeah they never got on the plane and i'm like well, at least we know they're in Denver. Not that they got on the plane and we don't know where they are, but they just never got on the plane. They're still yeah, in Denver. Yeah, so, yeah, that's nice. So I had to fill out all the stuff to get the baggage bags delivered. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, we need somebody to sign for it. And I'm like, well, shit, I've been staying in an apartment hotel. There's no reception there or anything like that. There's no, like, front desk or anything like that. So... But I don't have the address to the lab either. So I put in the address, which turned out to be the wrong address anyways. And it wasn't actually where we were staying. We found that out the hard way when we got there. Uh, and then I had to like update it later online. So, so I walk out of here. Now I have no luggage, no clothes. I didn't put any clothes in my carry-on because I was taking, two weeks, of, taking two weeks of clothes with me. Normally, like when I travel, I have like one extra thing. But... Because this is work, I have all kinds of work electronics and stuff like that I'm taking along with me, too. So I didn't have the yeah. space that I normally do. Yeah. So I'm sitting here in the back of this car. It's another three-hour drive to the city we're in. We get checked in. Uh, my internet access at this place, they basically give you a key that you have to log into at a certain time to activate the internet for seven days. And... All the receipts they heard, it's like basically on a receipt. Uh, and it's got like the username, password, and the the key. Well, because I was a day late, the uh, internet login information they gave me had expired. Because oh, that's funny. You have to activate it within like 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Now I have, I have no internet yet. So I have to, first thing I have to do is call this number, just randomly cold call some German guy who I don't know if he speaks English or not. Uh, Mercifully, he did, and he came down and got me the stuff I needed uh, there. And I'm like, okay, I got to get down to the city center to buy clothes for the next two days so I can go into work. We get to the department store at 6.57. It closes at 7. Um, 
In Germany, you have to show your either proof of three shots, so two shots and a booster, yeah. or a negative COVID test from that day. Um, so I had to get out my booster card, my my vaccine card, and my passport to show them who I am. And they're like, we're closing in two minutes. I'm like, I don't care. I need clothes. So I sprint through this department store, buy one pair of jeans, two shirts, some boxers, and some socks to hold me over. Because I thought at that point in time, I was going to be getting my clothes by like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought two days worth of clothes to be safe. Well, I needed more clothes, but it's fine. Uh, but yeah, dead sprint through the place. <laughs> Don't try anything on. The next morning I get on to put my clothes on. I'm like, all right, German 2X is not the same as US 2X. It's a little bit tight in the shoulders. And <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, dude, those Euro sizes are like a size down. Basically, like half I, a size down, I think, is probably what I would say. I fit, okay. but I definitely look like uh, perhaps I was squeezing it a little too tight. Um, yeah, all the cycling gear that I like and the cycling, like, they're not only just they're like, bibs and, and kits that I wear, but also like their hoodies and stuff. Like I wear a medium and all the shit I have to buy is in large. Right. Like it's all, it's all a size up from what I normally wear. But anyways, keep going. Yep. Yeah, I, I, so, I know your time out. So anyways, uh, we go, you know, first couple of days, just getting used to it. I don't really want to do a whole lot. Then I go, uh, there's like a grocery store right down the street. So I can buy, I bought like groceries there and then put it in my apartment room. I mean, this is like the worst apartment I've ever had. <laughs> the queen size bed they had was two twins pushed together. And yeah, nice. But not like in one bed frame. There were two separate bed frames. So if you tried to lay like in between the two beds and use both of them, they pushed apart and yeah. you just started like sinking down in the middle. <laughs> um, so basically, I slept on a twin bed and used the other one for like putting my <laughs> as like a place for my laptop to hang out and stuff like that. Uh, and so uh, it was just, it was so hectic. And then, but anyways, finally uh, I realized I'm not getting my clothes on Wednesday. Like I thought they won't be there till Friday. It's coming. I like, I got the email saying it's on the plane. It'll be in uh, Frankfurt on Thursday and then we'll ship it on to DHL and they'll deliver it on Friday. I'm like, cool. So I just need to buy two more days worth of clothes. No cabs in Trier take cash or take uh, cards. It's all cash. In fact, a lot of the city is cash only. It's a very cash heavy town, um, which is normally fine because I have one credit card that I use basically just to go to ATMs in Europe. Like I've been doing it for forever. The card gets. Why? Like it has no, no foreign fees on it. Mm, and then no, you're also uh, protected if they yeah. if they steal your shit. That's smart. Okay. So I I had, I've had that credit card uh, since 2001, basically. Yeah, right? that's, that's, that's actually really smart. So it's basically the only thing I use it for is to uh, get cash out of ATMs in foreign they, country. They, they don't charge you like the 20% to fucking take cash out though. Nope, like they normally nope. do. Oh, see, that's rad. Okay. That's so, super rad then. But it turns out that since I haven't gone to London in forever, I haven't looked at it. The card itself expired in November of 2021. 
fuck? So now my cash, uh, my cash ATM slave uh, <laughs> credit card is, you know, doesn't do anything for me. And my other credit card that I have that I do most of my everything else on, I never set up a pin for because I don't need it because I never, yeah, I never why need cash for, for anything. Take cash out of a credit card. Nor normally yeah. cash from a credit card is a horrible idea. This is a true statement. So that's why yeah. I don't worry about it. Well, now I'm in a spot where I have no cash in a city where to get anywhere, bus or cab, you need to have cash. Um and so well I'm fucked. So I call the credit card company, which is probably not gonna be cheap. I haven't actually seen the bill yet, but the international plan that I got through my small regional carrier uh, is maybe not the greatest thing you've ever had. Like, I love U.S. Cellular, but uh, for international work that they can do, not a great uh, opportunity there. So they're like, oh, yeah, we'll send you the automated system. It's like, we'll send you a pin in seven to ten business days. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going without cash for the rest of this trip. Um so, oh, couldn't someone wire you money or something? Though? Yeah, I mean, the problem is, I was in the lab from seven a.m. till usually about seven p.m., mm-hmm. and everything closed in the city center by seven, basically, like all the like Western Union or something like that. So, I was never going to get there in time to like get the cash. And it was about a three mile walk from the lab to the city center. Right. I mean, but you didn't, you also probably didn't feel comfortable just being like, Hey, like, I know I'm here to work, but you guys got to give me like an hour because I need cash because this shit's all fucked up. Right. I was, I mean, yeah, I, I see that. I see you are very, that's the difference between us. You are a very responsible person. You're like, I'm here to work. I'm going to do a good fucking job. I'm going to impress these people. If it was me, I'd be like, listen, motherfuckers, my bag isn't here. I'm wearing some fucking clothes that are uncomfortable and tight. I don't have any cash because I fucked up on this expiration date. I'm going to be gone for two hours. I'm going to go get some Western Union money. I'll be back. <laughs> like, Figure your shit out. Like, I need to take care of me. Right. Okay, anyways. But yeah, the... uh one of the guys on the trip gave me some cash to like hop in a cab so I could go down and buy clothes. So the second clothes buying endeavor worked out pretty well because I had more time and I could spend a little bit of time looking for stuff. So you got a couple of t-shirts and a hoodie and way better. Like uh, felt pretty comfortable in those uh, the next couple nice. of days. Felt great. Um, and then like basically over the weekend it was uh like, a bunch of people went to Luxembourg, but I didn't really want to... Like, I was sick of wearing a mask all day, every day. Um, this was when I was still... One, in Germany, in all of Europe, you have to wear uh, a medical-grade mask, right? It has to be either a surgical mask or uh, you know, your N95, KN95 masks. Uh, so the cloth masks are useless, which is fine. Like, obviously... The research for Omicron says that cloth masks are pretty useless for that anyways. So you should be wearing KN95s or surgical masks and stuff like that. Um, But it was just doing a number on my ears, pulling my ears forward. I can't do that. Like that was that shit that remember when we went to Albuquerque and I had those KN95s? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Like it gave so, me, a, it gave me a fucking headache, and that's why I was like, "Nope, that's not worth it for me." One of the guys in the labs, like, "Man, your ear looks so fucked up. Let me give you this thing." 
And they, they make a little elastic clips that hook on and like will just sit along the back of your head. And they they save your ears. And it, second week there, didn't worry about it at all because I had no pressure on my ears because I just had this mm. little clip that hooked into the straps. And so and that thing was that a shit. lifesaver. Um, just buy that on Amazon if you need well, to. I, I also fucked up because ours were not the ones that hook your ears. They were the ones that hook behind your head, like uh, a top and bottom strap. And like that, fuck that shit, dude. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So that was basically the first week I was sitting in the lab at about 9, 30, 10 o'clock on uh, Friday morning. And the, the and lab so- manager walks in with my two bags. And I'm just like, okay, great. We're in good shape now. How did you how did you manage getting around without cash though? We never really finalized oh, I, that. I, well, when I had to get downtown, one I bumped cash from a coworker and Venmo oh, okay. back in US money. Got it. Um two, I walked. Uh well walked downtown because we were up on a hill and it was like three miles straight down the ravine, basically. So Trier is in the Mosul River Valley. So think of the city center down at the the bottom of the valley. And then we were up on the mountain side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, about three miles straight down, um, which was cool. It was a beautiful walk, but I did not want to go back up the entire time uphill three miles on the way back. So I caught a ride sure. with somebody after that. But sure. So basically it was cash for buses and walking. And then I just didn't go to the city center very often. like. So where the lab was was out kind of by the university and like out of the out of the city always. And our apartments were like a two minute walk from there. Which okay. was super cool for getting into getting into work because it was quick, you could sleep in if you wanted to, et cetera, et cetera. And the people who stayed in the city center had to catch a bus or get a cab every day. So they had that downside. The flip side of that is there were very few restaurants in our area, very few anything to do in our area. And the city center was like a ton of stuff to do, right? So basically most nights I went home uh, after work, ate the, uh, made a sandwich from the stuff I bought from the grocery store and played Gwent in my room until I passed out. Uh, So that was basically how I didn't spend a whole lot of time exploring except for that one weekend I was there. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of craziness going on. I mean, work was crazy, too. Like, we put out three patches in the course of, like, five days. So the first two were, like, minor quality of life things that, like, hey, this is really slowing them down. Or, hey, this is going to be dumb if they do it. I have to, we have to fix it every day. So let's get a patch out so that they don't have to, we don't have to do manual intervention. So, like, not real big things, but, like, easy. Those are felt good, like, getting those ones done. It's like, yeah, we have a workaround until it comes out, and then it comes out, and they don't have to worry about it anymore. Great. Feeling good. And then we hit a real actual functional problem, and it took, like, three days to fix. And I was the person in there telling the lab, nope, can't do any work today. Got to keep that machine quiet until we get this fix out. And that was basically all I could do. And then the folks back in the U.S. had to do the testing of it and, like, get it out and stuff like that. So... That's so, right. So you, didn't, you weren't responsible for the, the testing part too, though, right? Well, I did the testing and put together a 25-page testing document to show the VP of uh, whatever that we had tested it thoroughly. Because Okay. Well, yeah, I super- suppose before you put the patch out, you got to do testing. You're talking about like just like validation type yeah, shit well, once it was well, out. Well, 
the folks back in the U.S. did like the integration testing because it was like a problem between two systems. And to work on that, they had to work with the folks in California and nobody was getting up at night except stateside except for one guy uh, who's on my team who was great for me and that kind of stuff. But when we needed people from other teams, you couldn't wake anybody up uh, to get that stuff. So basically it was, yeah, I was just the one who had to tell the lab hey, can't do anything today. You can only take these samples to this spot in the workflow, and then you're done. And they just have to sit in the freezer until we get this fixed. And you could tell everyone was getting real anxious. <laughs> <laughs> so finally on Friday at like 11.55 a.m., I have to leave at 12.10 to catch a bus to get to the train station to get a train to the airport, et cetera, et cetera. They finally finished the part of the process, approved the results, and sent them on their way out of the system. And that felt like the curse was broken because then my train, my train ride, or my bus ride showed up like five minutes before my train took off. So I could just walk straight onto the train. My train switch showed up with like five minutes. So I just walked off one train and onto the other, didn't have to rush. Found seating, got to the airport without a problem. Got checked in without a problem. Passed my COVID test in like 20 minutes. They uh, got back the results, et cetera, et cetera. Flights back were perfect and on time and everything was good to go. So for some reason, it was cursed right up until they actually proved those results and then everything went well. So I, uh, the end of the trip was nice and it was beautiful. I would love to go back in the summer sometime. What was uh? What did you prefer doing the car trip? Um, like scenery wise, car trip or train? Oh, the train was awesome. Like well, basically, yeah, I the would train assume that runs up like parallel to the Mosul River the entire way up. So you're just basically you have this big ass river right next to you the entire time as you wander through these big hills. That's all wine country there, so all of the hills are covered with vines and. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really awesome. And the, and the car was fine, too, but, like, I don't know. The train just train Yeah, just it's just different nicer. scenery, right? right. Like, train, trains and roads don't necessarily always follow the same paths. Like, sure, they share sometimes common views, but sometimes those old, you know, especially because the train routes were made so long ago, um, you can catch some pretty cool shit. So that's yeah, rad. So it was actually, it was a ton of fun and uh, getting back and then, like I said, the flights were fine. We flew business class because it was a flight over six hours, so the company paid for business class. So yeah, that's rad. On the way over, <laughs> I was so exhausted from not sleeping at all. I they served food as soon as we took off, right? You know, as soon as we got to cruising altitude, they served food. I had two glasses of wine, and then I slept until about twenty minutes before we landed. That's like, the way to do through. it, man. Uh, but I woke up and my duodenum was swollen because I had been snoring so hard. <laughs> like just, I'm like, oh god, poor anybody who was sitting near me. There was no chance I wasn't super loud this entire time because I was just like laying flat on my back, had my noise canceling headphones on, and just dead to the world. Dude, that's so funny that like people like are going to Germany in business class and spent all this money and this fucking refrigerators just passed out next to them, just like sawing logs, like no one's business. I love it. The nice part was there was actually nobody next to me. So on oh, the console, cool. it, was, it was two, two, and two, right? So three three aisles or two I mean, seats. Like they're on was, the same plane. Yeah, right. No, I mean, but there was nobody next to me in my little bank of two, and there was nobody 
next to me and the bank of two to my left either. So it worked out pretty nicely that way. I didn't feel super guilty about it. Um, and then on the way back, I stayed up so that I could like try to avoid getting jet lag. So I stayed up the entire 10 hour flight back and then stayed up to a regular bedtime. So you had those super rad seats that like fold out to basically beds flat. Yep. They fold flat. That's so, fucking rad, dude. It's amazing. I've never, I've never been, uh, I've never been privileged enough to experience that. I think it I've flown first class. Like, flying. like it's amazing. Yeah. I think I've flown first class like once in my life. Right. So it would have been twice, but they fucked up my shit going to Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, cool, man. Well, that's that's fun. I'm glad that you had a trip. Yeah. Um, and then this week I've been waking up. Uh, let's see. On Sunday, I woke up at 2.30 a.m. Then Monday, it was 2.45. Then Tuesday, it was 2.45. And you just can't go back to sleep? Nope. Just wide awake, staring wide awake. Fuck, that sucks. Yesterday it was 3.45 a.m. And this morning it was like 4.50. So, oh, nice. Uh, I'm expecting tomorrow will be, you know, normal wake-up time. I think, um, I think you would have been okay at the hockey game had you not had to go to Germany. Right. Um, but you would have, it would have required a coat. Yeah. I have a coat now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sounds like the hockey game was awesome. It was an experience. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. All in all, the trip was good, but no urge to go back anytime soon. Uh, and it's just, it's just stressful trying to travel these days. Like Germany was nice because there was basically a rapid testing center every 20 20 feet so you could mm-hmm. you could always get tested if you needed to i ended up getting tested like five times while i was there just to make sure because this that or the other thing happened somebody's hotel got closed because it was a, like a boutique hotel and somebody tested positive there so she like got kicked out of her hotel room and had to go find another place or yeah so, we um my experience with flying was like the general population in America, like is 50% responsible adults, 50% fucking like, what is wrong with you? Why can't you just be civil for like a few hours of your life and just respect people? Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that like stressful thing, but dude, Seattle was fucking rad. Like as far as, um, everywhere we went, like as far as masks and vaccines and showing cards and all that shit. Um, and that's, that's actually how it turned. We just passed, uh, ordinances or laws or whatever in the twin cities, uh, this week that you have to show you, like, if you want to go dine in anywhere, you have to show, um, either, uh, uh, a negative test or your, your vaccine card to, to get into the restaurant, just like it was in Seattle, which I'm like, dude, fucking great. Like why, why make servers and people that have to do those jobs? Like why put their shit at risk? Because someone's going to be a baby about something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but basically I just, the entire time I was like, I'm going to fail this test when I get to the airport. And then I don't know what's going to <laughs> Just dread it. Like with all the other bad shit that's been happening to you. Right. I feel that. Because yeah, I don't know. Would I actually get uh, quarantined in the hotel or did, would I go somewhere else to have to quarantine for 10 days before I could fly home? 
So thankfully it didn't happen. I didn't have to worry about it too much, but yeah, it's it, rad, man. It had uh, it had crossed my mind that I don't know what I was going to do. Well, in general, it sounds like you had a good trip, and that's what's important. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so you played a lot of Gwent. Um, I uh, I really have started to get that Destiny itch again. That's good. Yeah, that time. I it is. Um, I so I, I'm sad because I still want a better role on my occluded. And I really wanted to play more Iron Banner while it was going on, but I just I just could not find time to do it. Like I just had shit going on and it just it was busy. Um, I snuck in a little bit of time. I had one drop, but it was not as good as the role that I have. Um, I don't have a, a god roll by any chance. Like I have opening shot and firmly planted, so <laughs> it's not it's not horrible. Not awful, opening, but opening shot makes all the difference, really. Opening shot is really like op- I can really feel opening shot, and I have fluted barrel and a handling masterwork, so I don't have snapshot, but it's still quick, right? Um, I pulled off some stupid fucking snipes with opening shot, though. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I agree. It, it really so does make a big difference. It, it really, it really does. So, so I played that a little bit. I cleared one bounty. I got a sniper, but it just it wasn't wasn't what I wanted. Oh well, life goes on. Um, I I was talked into to trying out that Halo battle rifle. Um, I really like it. I think I just need a better roll. Um. I've become a firm believer in high caliber rounds. Like after playing with my messenger so much, Rob, like yeah. it, the flinch, man, I really think flinch makes a big difference right now. Like I could, I could tell the difference between engaging, like my battle, my battle rifle has a good role, but I don't have high cal, right? I have kill clip and some other stuff. It's not a God role, but it's pretty damn good. Right. Oh, and that makes sense. I would get into engagements, but I can't flinch people enough. So like I could still get sniped and I could still lose gun battles, but the gun melts people like it really melts. But then I throw the messenger on and like nine times out of ten, I'm throwing those high cal rounds down down the lane and people just can't, you know, it just throws off their game. Right. Like nine out of ten people can't recover from that flinch. Like you'll get people that can out that can outplay me, right? Still, right. but but like it really I noticed a really big difference in winning versus losing battles. So so played with it a little bit, went back to Messenger Infusion and was really loving that. So I ended up taking that into um, Guardian Downcast is doing their scrims, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I did that with them this week and that was that was a blast, man. It was really like um, it really reminded me of some of our our private matches like as far as the fun level like it wasn't salty people were pretty open to like advice and and you know like feedback and shit like that i felt like the plane the plane field was pretty like average you know it was pretty not average it was pretty um even you know what i mean like everyone was within a reasonable skills level of each other right like Anyone there could have beat me in a gunfight, like if I was not paying attention or or they got first shot off or whatever, which made it fun, right? Right. 
Um, and then I also had some hero moments where like I did like a 1v4 or a 1v5 on the other team. They're like, oh, Fluffy's by himself. I'm like, no, it's okay. I got it. And like just took out like four people in a row. <laughs> Go uh, get him. So it was a lot of fun. Um, so then I decided uh, I'm going to try and like push myself to do different loadouts or different builds like when I when I play the game. So I'm not just always going in with a pulse rifle and a fusion. Right. So I, I pulled out the occluded and ace uh, today. Start practicing. Yes, yeah, I figure I'll start practicing with that. Keep the invisible on right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fun, man. It was it was fun to play that. I think the script, I think a combination of scrims uh, and just having some time off has engaged me in the same way that trials did when it when it relaunched, like as far as wanting to put time in to feel good with weapons. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, to like sense. to like be able to get in and and be a little better than average and be confident. Um so I was dude, I was fucking I was hitting some shots today. It felt really good. And actually, uh, last night in our last match of scrims, we we did a like play with whatever you want because they have, they have a fuck ton of rules, dude. Holy <laughs> shit! Like, the amount of fucking shit that's banned. Um, oh god! I, I tried to be very um, not fluffy, polite in my questioning of what what was the motive behind all the bans because like right. they really like went way beyond what we ever even dreamed of in any of our leagues as far as like banning weapons and loadouts and play styles and stuff. Right. And, and I get it because like the, I think their goal or what they're going for is they want people to have fun and they want people that maybe aren't good at PVP to be able to come in and not just get destroyed, you know, yeah, like nice. maybe make it even more casual than like sixes, but in a threes scenario. Um, and it worked out really well. Like I played it and I, I totally get it. And, it works like it, yeah. what what they're doing works for what they're doing. And I totally, totally had a ton of fun. Um, <clears throat> However, <laughs> a lot of shit. Um, going on there. <laughs> no, no, no. I just um, so, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm just going to have to build do builds around around the bands, I guess, and just figure out fun things to do, you know, like. But you can't you can't do trolley trolley loadouts, which does kind of make me sad. Like you can't do like a like a vow and a and a bow or you know some some stupid shit like that, right? Which is fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, ton of fun. You guys totally. do what you need to do, I guess. <laughs> well, no, no, really. Like I, I I was really like I was just wondering because I like they showed me the the list of rules and I was like, whoa, dude, that's a that's fucking that's a lot of shit. Like that's like that's a lot of shit, but it it worked. It worked fine. So right. obviously, obviously the proof is in the pudding, right? Right. Um well, yeah, so that's I hope to catch one of those one of those one of these nights. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, it's cool. Like all the rules are in the rules channel. They have they have a chat dedicated just to talking and then they set it up on 100.io so you can just join. They said they're trying to do Monday nights and Wednesday nights like they alternate, I guess, which night of the week it's on. So I'll be in this next Monday again, I think, with the sniper build. 
assuming someone else on my team isn't sniping. That is the one thing. I can set up a build, but you can't run double snipers or double shotguns on a team. Okay. Or that triple, yeah. So, like, if I go in with a sniper build and someone else on my team is also running sniper, I'll just have to default back to fusion or something, which is fine. But but everyone can run fusions, for not two yeah, shotguns. That, yeah, that, that's what I said. I was like, but what about fusions? They're like, no, nah, fusions are fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you can tell it's a hell of a Gator's endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, I'll kill you. I'll kill you way better with a fusion than a shotgun or a sniper. Right. Um, yeah. So, so that was fun. Um, did you look at the TWAB at all this, any of the TWABs? Uh, no, I am TWABless. So they did some shit last week and I didn't, I didn't dive into the whole TWAB last week. Um, but they're like changing it. So like your masterworks guns won't drop orbs anymore. Oh yeah. I saw that. I saw, or at least I saw people losing their mind about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, people are always losing their mind about shit, right? <laughs> All the time about All everything. the fucking time. Right. So, um, yeah, so I didn't, I heard about that. I didn't really dive into it. I just too much shit going on and with bads on last week, it's not like we were going to deep dive into fucking destiny. Right. Right. So, but you know, it's not their baby. Right, you play you 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 base your information on your guess. Um, I did look at it this week though because I am, I I got those hooks in me right. So gotta gotta be up on the game. Um, so they're going. Everything's gonna be bumped to thirteen fifty when the I new season that, drops, which is awesome. Yep. And then the new the new cap's gonna be fifteen sixty. So you'll get blues up until fifteen hundred. And then once you hit, once you hit fifteen hundred, then blues stop dropping, and you'll either get legendary. What they say, you'll either get uh, legendary drops, or um, or legendary shards. And then uh, fifteen fifty is the power cap. Fifteen sixty is the is the like pinnacle cap. Okay. So that that's quite a fucking, you know, it's that's a 200 and purples only, right? <laughs> yeah, 200 is huge. Yeah. Um Well, so it is know. what it is. Huh? I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, It'll be whatever. Fun. Gives us something to do. Uh it's it's going to make um it's going to make it interesting for leveling for the raid. Right? Um March did, 5th is that the day I saw that the, yeah. the raid spot? Yeah, March 5th. So this drops what? The 22nd, is that right? Sounds right. Um Yeah, I think it's the 22nd. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I mean, I'm looking at the TWAB, but I don't know where on the TWAB it said. Um but yeah, March 5th is is the yeah, February 22nd is the is the drop date. So then March 5th is the raid date. Um I did jump in with Scrub. Uh they had a really cool um checkpoint on templar and they were doing it for spoils yeah people are i I would imagine that's the thing that people do yeah we dude we were we were getting we were clearing um dps in like a minute minute and a half well that's pretty impressive so like yeah so like it was like three minutes total of like from orbit fly in uh, scrub would leave as soon as we're flying in. We would land, and as soon as you walk up to drop a 
rally barricade, he would be joined again. And they actually okay. had me they had me running. It was really interesting, though. They had me running um, um, the the uh, and, uh, ice titan. Why can't I think of the thing? Oh, behemoth. I'm not. Ty- I'm sorry. Uh, Hunter. Uh, okay. Whatever it is, yeah, the word, yeah. the, the, the fucking tornado. Time. Yeah, right. the uh, the ice hunter. Yeah, uh, and then it was either sleeper or thousand voices. Yeah, that makes sense. But we, you know, melt them like before my like I would use my clip of a thousand voices and maybe one sniper shot and he was gone and all I was doing was standing in the middle like DPS like it was so fucking fast and then we'd get the chest and then we'd go to orbit. And then, and then just just rinse and repeat. And by the time we were in orbit, Scrub was back on his character with the checkpoint. We'd fly right back in. He'd leave. This was like every three minutes we were getting spoils and glimmer. Mm. And yeah. And I'm like, so what are you? I'm like, so what are you guys farming? Like, I didn't even know. He just asked me if I wanted to help. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll help you. I'm no problem. And they're like, we're just getting spoils for the next raid. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, my spoils are full, so they're all sitting in my postmaster anyways. So, right. Get some Makes get sense, some gun bro. rolls. Yeah. But yeah, I can only I can only do that for like an hour or so. And then I'm like, all right, boys, I'm out. Like, that's about as much grinding as I uh <laughs> I care to do. That's fair. Back to the back to the crucible. Okay. So uh let's see what else. Uh gunsmith reputation's going away. Oh so gunsmith so. mats and telemetries are, are going away and it's just gonna turn into reputational rank like crucible. Okay. Or, and uh you get you get uh rank by dismantling exotics and legendary weapons. Okay. Which is which which I was like, it makes sense, but it's really kind of weird too, right? Yeah, a little bit on the weird side. But I guess that's what they're going with. I mean, I'd much rather have that and just go pick up an engram than have to sit there and click like, like 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. I think I have something like two stacks of gun uh, parts right now. Yeah, I was totally with you there, man. I was well into the thousands. And uh, I, I just sat there today and just went through them. They did update it. I'm sorry. They did update it so you can spend 100 at a time, which well, makes good. it really nice. Yeah. But yeah, I'm right there with you. I had so many. and I'm like, well, time to get rid of this shit because it's all going away anyways. Um, so what else? Um, you no longer have to go to the helm to do the umbrial engrams. Really? Um. If you nice. just want to decode them. So if you want to just decode them, the Cryptarch can do all of them. If you want them to be specific to a weapon or armor, you have to still go to the helm. So oh, it just depends. Do you, yeah. do you want to focus them or do you just want to get them out of your inventory? Right. And honestly, usually for me, it's like, I just want this out of my inventory. Just like, get it out of my inventory. Dude, dude, half the time I'm fucking deleting them before I don't even turn them in anymore. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to go to the helm. I'm just going to delete it. Like, I don't even care because I'm whatever gun. It, it. Yeah, whatever gun it's going to give me or armor, it's probably worthless anyway. So why spend the time to do that shit and get a gun or whatever I don't want? So uh, spider too. spider is going to be Cryptarch now. 
So instead of going to Spider, you go to Cryptarch to do all your material exchanges. Excellent. Um, prisms and shards are going to be at the Cryptarch to make way for mods for Banshee, so Banshee can sell more mods. Don't hate that. Nope. Um, Zer is going to start selling Hawkmoon and Deadman Tail rolls. I'm sorry, Dead Man's Tail rolls every week. So because you can't do the quests anymore to get random rolls, you just go to Zer every week. So they're really making Zer awesome again because right now Zer is dropping legendary weapons that are fucking rad. Like usually once a week, one roll is really good. He this past week, he dropped armor that was super rare from like early Destiny um, that you could pick up and, and make like, you know, for transmog stuff. Um, so now, like, you can get a cool Hawkmoon or a cool Dead Man's Tail. Right. Like, which which I'm all about, man, because I'm not running those missions to get random rolls. So it's great for lazy people like me. Uh, they are going to start dropping. Um, they're going to start dropping more catalysts from Strikes, Crucible and, and Gambit. OK. Catalysts include Hawkmoon, Dead Man's Tail, uh, Eggers Scepter, Outbreak yep. Perfected, Whisper of the Worm, and Fourth Horseman. So okay. you can get the Whisper Catalyst without doing all the Whisper Catalyst stuff if you don't have it. That'll work. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Um, Apparently, there's a bug where if you have a hand cannon, sometimes you're loading in with no ammo now. Like it's uh, infinite ammo, really? but your clips empty. Yeah, but your clips empty. And like it was funny because last night we were playing scrims, and someone's like, "Do you guys ever like load in and you don't have ammo in your clip?" And everyone's like, "No." What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> today, today I was like trying to decide whether I wanted to run Thorn or Ace. I'm like, what hand cannon should I run for next week? And I started with Thorn, and at first match I loaded in, it was zero. And I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> like, we were just talking about this. And then the TWAB came out two hours later, and they're like, no an issue, hand cannons are, are dropping with nothing in the clip. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. So anyways, that was, that was the, the TWABY TWAB. Okay. That sounds like good things are going to be happening in the near future. I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm optimistic. There's five weeks left until 22nd so more i mean from here on out i think they got like the bad news out of the way with the previous twab where everyone lost their shit like they always put out the first one and then people lose their mind and then it's like okay but it's really not the end of the world so then it's just hype train from there right which is perfectly fine by me yeah dude i'm excited like if anything, they've proven to us in the past year and a half that like they're making shit better. Like for the most part, I would say everything that they've done has been making shit better. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it still feels good. Like weapons feel good. Like shit feels good. So I trust them. I'm in the same boat. I think we're fine. I think Witch Queen's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I agree. Um, there were definitely, there were definitely screenshots that looked like King's Fall 2 that I saw floating around. 
So maybe it was a video. Maybe it was in the trailer that they dropped where it looks like they had some King's Fall scenes. Like, I swear to God, I saw the Gogoroth room. Okay. So. Um, yeah. It'll so be anyways, I, I would be down. I liked King Fall. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming they're going to rework that and we're going to see that too. Um, uh, anything else video games on your end? That's all I got for me. Uh, not a ton. I have been uh, playing a little bit of New World, but uh, it was, and then I played a little bit of Destiny, but that's about it. And yeah, I've been, see- I've been watching a lot of TV lately. We got hooked on some uh, shows, so I see the uh, the New World shit popping up every once in a while, and I'm like, is that? Is that Rob online or is the lady friend online? Yeah, it's definitely, like, when I was in Germany, it was definitely Karina the entire time. So Yeah, yeah. Well, last night, I think I saw it last night, too, while we were playing games. And I'm like, huh, I wonder which of the two that is. Uh, It was actually both of us. She wanted to run one of the expeditions. So I got on and got an LFG group going, and she sat down and played that for a while, and then I, I played for a little bit after she was done. She like are got you, a call. Uh, so. you talking to, to Power PC or GPU or whatever the fuck their name is to build you a new PC yet? Not yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe someday in the near future, but <laughs> not there yet. Oh, speaking of, you're back now. How long did is puppy thing still happening? So, puppy thing. The woman who was getting the dog that I was excited about uh, ended up not getting him as a foster. He's coming up on Saturday, the 22nd, to a different foster family. So, I have an application in for that. They put me on the short list. Um, and there's a bunch of other puppies in that, uh, that that rescue is offering for adoption that are encouraging to me. So... I'm going to email them tomorrow and say, hey, in addition to the application I put in, I would like to meet these dogs as well and maybe pet them. Uh, so it's coming along. It hasn't happened yet, cool. but it's it's coming. That's good. Uh, are you uh, I saw that you you got back into the gym when you got back. Uh, yeah, that was Tuesday morning. I went in and just took it easy, which was which was nice, like just to get in and move some stuff around. Strength was still there, uh, but we took it kind of easy because I had six hours. I'd been up for three hours already, and I had six hours to go before I could actually, you know, drink or eat anything. So I was, like, intentionally going slow to not sweat out everything. Yeah. I feel that. I'm, uh, well, I can see right there. I'm, uh, I'm, dude, I'm doing okay on my training. Like, the weight is... Very, very, very slowly coming down. Um, I went out to eat tonight, so that kind of killed my diet, but I was good the rest of the day. And in general, I've been being pretty good about diet, so. That's good. Slowly but surely, yeah. Um, I So I bought, uh, I got I got new uh, tires for my fat bike. Okay. Um, and I got studded tires this time around. Um, because the, what I had on my bike was pretty rounded, 
Like I, I, I've had the bike for like, fuck man, it's gotta be close to five years. You know, those, those tires that I had on that bike easily have probably close to like 2000 miles on them. Easy. Okay. So, so like the nubs are pretty worn down. Like it's almost smooth on the top, which doesn't really work for snow. No, it's not necessarily ideal. No. So I, uh, I did, I did go out and spend some money and, and fuck fat bike tires are stupid expensive. Um, and it makes sense right because there's so much more rubber than like like they're so much more expensive than the the tires i had to buy for my gravel bike even though the tires i bought for my gravel bike are like a higher tier but just like it's more rubber right so more material makes sense but yeah i got studs and uh i basically feel invincible on that bike man having like giant ass tires like with studs and of like you know i'm running like seven or eight psi in them so they're like balloony so just roll roll over everything and like ice doesn't matter just grips ice and goes so (laughs) i i've been having some fun i went out um i went out the other night before it got super cold here and uh and just went out for a night ride and dude it was so much fun because it it recently got up to 40 and yeah. then it's been like, like ne- negative double digits, like the past couple of days, but like three or four days of, of like high thirties melted everything. Right. Which yeah. you would think would be good, but that just means that all the bike paths and sidewalks like melted and then Turned ice. froze. And then all those melted spots are now ice spots. Yep. Sounds so right. I, yeah, so I haven't been out since, but I got out before all the melting and it was so nice, dude. Like I went out one night and it was like in the 20s, you know, and I just I just threw on like my lights and I had a, a like LED vest on or LED like thing, you know, around me. So I was like lit up. Right. And and no one's outside. So I'm like cruising through the nature preserve like and obviously no one's out there. Right. And like just cruising boardwalks. And then I get back into like the development and stuff and like all these sidewalks and bike paths have like a good, like two to three inches of like hard packed snow on them. So it's just, it's just like a winter playland, you know, it's just like, Oh, I'm just going to roll around. And Oh dude, I felt like a kid. It was like, it was like an hour and a half of just being like a kid, like just dipping through neighborhoods and stuff. It was, it was a blast really. Yeah. It was really, really a great time. So um, I'm happy I did that because it means that I can still get like seat time in for training with the race with H, you know? Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know, man, like I can run and I can lift and do all that, but it's still important to be on an actual bike. And I didn't want to buy like an exercise bike or a spin bike. And I was really torn on like buying a trainer and having to do deal with like taking off my rear wheel and like setting up my like derailleur and shit to like be on a mechanical thing. And it just, I don't know, man, it's <laughs> too much fucking works. Just, just sounds like a hassle to begin exactly, with. Exactly. Exactly. Like if I can just throw on some snowboard gear and like jump out on my fat bike and just be like, Oh, Hey, there's like a three foot pile of snow. Yep. Can definitely just roll over the top of that. <laughs> you know, like, so yeah. Awesome. Good. Good times reinvigorated myself to uh, get out on the bike again after taking a a month off in December. 
I like it. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to embrace where you live, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's cool. Are you uh are you doing anything like um like fitness coach or anything in January or are you just kind of doing your own own kind of doing my own thing, just getting through yeah. as best I can and figuring it out from there. Like are you think you're going to get on the 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 process that I've been doing basically. Yeah, I was going to say are you going to get back on your like 5 a.m. like before work workouts you think or uh, well, I got one tomorrow at 6.30, so I think nice. that's the plan is to try to get going that way. But, uh, yeah, it'll take a little bit of time, but we're getting there. It does. It, it really does, man. Like, I started trying to get back into it, and it took me all of December to, like, slowly build that so that in January I could just go, like, every day, you know? Right. Yeah, I got to build that back up again, but otherwise things are going pretty okay. That's cool. So I just, it's been a while and uh, I've been pretty, pretty lazy about it for a while. So now we got to get going again. And I think we're all right. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Was that like uh, Nickelback or, or Bush? I was like, it's been a while. Yes. I, I heard that when you said that, that's, that's all that was going on in my head. I know you heard it. I understand. Cool. Well, hey, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow we got raid night too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't played a raid in since before Christmas because we just didn't play while we were doing stuff. So, are you are you excited to not get vex with me tomorrow night? What's a vex at this point? Exactly. In time? I don't even know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I will say though that gun is still good. I went up against someone in comp today and I had to very, I had to really be mindful about my engagements with them because they, they fucking, they wrecked my shop a couple times. Okay. Well, that sounds about right based on, uh, previous instances of my dealing with it as well. It's a very, very powerful weapon. And yeah, it might it, on me real quickly. It might not be as broken as it was when it first came out, but I still think it's good, right? Yeah, yeah, it definitely so, is. Yeah, I'm excited too. It'll be nice to get back with everyone. I'm sad that you missed all the drama while you were gone. I had uh, heard though, at least. Yeah, 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 we had we had someone rage quit. Hippo, Hippo was so much fun that night, dude. I I just I had so much fun with him. <laughs> he was being he was being a goofball. It was a good time. Um, uh, it, it, he did. He did run double SMGs through the entire raid, As you and should. Um, no one said shit until we got to Atheon, and then all of a sudden he was up with Atheon, and he had his back turned to us. So all of us go like to the center point to like do DPS, and his back is turned, and we're like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, like we're all sitting there like, "Where? There's no big crit spot for us, dude." Like. <laughs> What are we supposed to do with this? Sort of an important moment in time here, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that bound to happen, right? <laughs> Good old Hold on a second. Jail. There's something going on. Uh-oh. Oh, hey, baby girl. Hi. Okay, I got to shut this door. <laughs> um... 
I thought that and was my wife. Like kid or dog? <laughs> I, th- I totally thought that was that was Debbie. Like, um, I don't know if it picked up on the mic, but like my door opened. Right. And like I, I've I've curtains drawn on my door, like to absorb sound. Like I pull curtains over my windows and my doors just to make it less echoey in here. And so like I see the door open and the curtain pushes, but and it looked like like a foot came through maybe. I'm like, okay. what? Who's there? And so I muted my mic. I'm like, what's going on? I'm recording. And no one said anything. And like then the door pushed open again. And I'm like, you know, and I thought I had latched it. Right. <laughs> I go over there and open the door. And there's there's two puppies and they're like trying to jump up on me. And I'm like, oh, hi, puppies. <laughs> Hello, Apparently puppies. I did, How are you? I did, I did not latch said door. <laughs> <laughs> I had awesome. to disappoint them though. I shut the door in their face. That's yeah, it's not welcome here, puppies. Yeah, I, I told them I liked them, but you know, we're, we're doing a show. Puppy time can come later, and it will. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I had I had one of those moments today where um, it was my lunch break, and I was like, "Oh, I'll log some time with Ace and the Sniper," and like, you know, just try and try and get my feel for it, right? And so I'm playing a comp match, and. Um, I had heard when I started the comp match, I had heard Debbie take the dogs out and um, because they had been sleeping when I went and checked on them and she came down. She's like, come on, let's go. So I'm like playing my game and I get done with my game and I look down and Maple is just sitting at my feet, like looking at me. I'm like, oh, I didn't even see you come in. And she got like super excited. And so I sat down on the floor to pet her and she did one of those puppy things where they have so much energy. They don't know what to do. Like she wanted to sit on my lap, but she had so much energy that she was like spinning in a circle. Like she couldn't sit in my lap because she was so excited that I had like stopped what I was doing to like pet her and give her loves. And like, dude, she was like just all like it was it was just the cutest thing ever, just like all over the place. And it eventually led to her just falling asleep on my lap. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess for the rest of my lunch break, I'm not playing video games and I'm just going to like snuggle a puppy because how do you say no to that? Like that was like just the cutest thing ever, like crawling all over me and like uh, and then just like going from like 11 to like one and falling asleep. It's like, oh, my God, dude, puppies are puppies are something else. That is for sure. No arguments for me about that. They are fantastic. Dogs in general, right? I mean, yeah, even the old dogs are great. Yeah. You, so, uh, yeah, that's got... the, the plan is soon I will be dealing with that again. The joy of it. Yeah. I mean, you just got to remind yourself that when it's super late at night. Oh, God, yeah. It's not their fault that they're ridiculous creatures. No, no, dude. They, they just, they, you know, that's the thing, man. Like especially after having the first dog like you you understand all the shit that you did wrong with your first dog like (laughs) both of both of my dogs i'm so happy with and they were wonderful and you know i'm sure you felt the same way about apollo but like after having a dog that long you have knowledge on how to interact with them and how to work with them and and everything else so like it really you you get it like a second chance almost right to like to like work with them better and and I don't know man it no it's, it's definitely it changes it's, it changes the puppy experience it's definitely gonna be something when the time comes that's just like okay well I got to deal with this crap now that I haven't had to deal with in forever but such yeah. is life 
But I mean, that's the thing though. Like you understand it, right? You understand dogs more when you get your first puppy, like you understand, but you're, even if like I had dogs growing up and you still don't fully understand what you're getting into because it's your first puppy. Like you are the only one responsible, right? But now like you have all that knowledge. So like it's a different approach, right? I mean, I don't know. It's easier. It's easier to be. For me, at least, it was easier to be like, yeah, you're, you're a dog. I understand why you're doing what you're doing. Speaking of which, Karina's dog yeah. just came running downstairs. I was just going to say, and you're petting a puppy. She is, uh, she's losing her mind over here, which is kind of amusing. Yeah. Because she didn't have it to begin with? Uh, okay. He's clapping right now. The dog's getting into some shit. She likes to cl- go occasionally if she hasn't been let outside enough times. She'll go behind the uh, the chair and drop the kids off at the park. And oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it's, so it's cold outside. No, she's, been, not, she's been doing a good job of going outside, and like it's yeah. rough when it's cold. But oh yeah, for sure, dude. I I mean I don't mind it because like today we got back. We went out with my my sister and brother in law to dinner. And we got back. My dad was watching the kids. I'm like, when was when were the dogs out last? He's like, they've been sleeping the whole time. I'm like, all right, come on, pups, let's go. And I didn't even have time to put my boots on. Like I opened up the door to let them out. And by the time my second boot like was about to be on my foot, the dogs were like, nope, fuck this. We're going back inside. We've we've done our business. We don't need to hang out. There's nothing that needs to be sniffed. We're we're back in. Yeah, that's. I'm not used to it because Apollo had such a thick undercoat that he could like mm-hmm. hang out outside and do whatever, even when it was snowy. But it was his, always his feet that gave out on him. Like I'd yeah. have to go out and carry him because his feet would freeze. Yep. But uh, Snuggles here doesn't have that undercoat. And mm-hmm. so she will come flying back in a heartbeat, shaking like a leaf when she's outside for more than like five minutes when it's this cold. Yeah. Like my dogs, my dogs definitely will, will, will hang out through the shivers it's when their feet start freezing and they're like, I need to pick up all four feet off the ground and I don't know how to function because I can't do that. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. I had to, yell, I had to get on one of them today because it's fucking negative 11 all day. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right, come on, dog. Like you got maybe, maybe 30 seconds left before your feet start freezing. Like, come on. Yeah. That's the worst feeling is like, you know, what's going to happen and they're not coming. And it's like, well, I guess I'm gonna be run outside to pick your ass up in a sec. Yeah, was, I mean, was your dog wasn't so much problem, but when it was Apollo that I had to run out there and pick up, yeah, uh, that was yeah, a little bit less fun because normally yeah. it was like me wearing uh, shorts and flip flops to run out there and hoist this eighty pound dog up and carry him through the snow to get him inside. <laughs> yeah, we have we have a, a solid population of eagles and owls in, oh, yeah. in my neighborhood, so my dogs. My dogs require someone to be in the yard. Like our, our standard practices walk out into the yard and stand there. So at least you're a deterrent for a bird to come down and carry him away. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, part of my plan is I need a dog that it does not need to be afraid of owls. Yeah. Hey, man, you know what? I would have never I would have never considered an owl a problem until this year. It literally was something that is new as of this fall because my neighbors had a fucking um, had a uh, possum destroyed in their yard oh, yeah. this winter. 
And I'm like, okay, well, possums are, I don't know if you've seen a possum in real life. Oh yeah, Apollo attacked one one time and I was like, I wonder if he killed it. Let's give it 45 minutes and see if it was playing possum or not. And then I went out and looked at it and it was gone. So I'm like, okay, cool. It was playing possum, but they're big and they're thick. Yeah, they're like, they're like a solid 25, 30 pounds, dude. Yeah. Like that's, that's right around the range of my dogs. Like. You know, so that that was new <laughs> before it was just eagles. Now I'm like, fuck, owls, too. OK, <laughs> and, we know, and we know the owls in this neighborhood are big enough to do that because they destroyed this possum that was giant, like on my block. <laughs> I think for me, I want a dog that's going to be 40 pounds at the lightest. Like if it's going to be smaller than that. While it'll be adorable, and I'm sure I would give it the love it deserved, it's not exactly what I'm looking for. I want a dog that, like, yeah. If if, if we're throwing down, I want the dog to be able to help. <laughs> if we're throwing down. Yeah, for all those, for all those scenarios. <laughs> yeah. I want, well, I want my dog to alert me so I can go and get my shotgun with the police 12-gauge ammunition so I can say hi to said intruder. <laughs> Well, that was the fun part of like Apollo would always want to go hang out with the coyotes in the arboretum when they'd start howling. Like, <laughs> no, you're bigger than them, but you are not tougher than them. Yeah, that is we have we have some big fucking coyotes in our neighborhood too. That's that was the whole reason we went with the fence, man. They're uh like you don't see them as much in spring through fall. Like you'll hear them, but you don't see them. But once the lake freezes over, like it changes their area to roam. So like right. once the lake freezes over, now they have all this new area to cover. So like you go from almost never seeing them to like people are posting pictures like weekly of like some like well-fed coyotes, like just cruising around the neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Um, shit, man. I don't think I have anything else tonight. Not really. Um, I, I... I keep waking up early and then logging onto the work computer and talking with people in Germany at 4 a.m. my time, <laughs> which is conveniently like 11 a.m. their time. I should uh, I should probably get this uh, this device that lets us allow add things to the playlist, huh? Yeah, well, not a uh, terrible idea. That. And he took his headphones off, so now this is the opportunity where I get to talk shit about him. But I'm pretty lazy, so I'm just going to say he's wearing a stupid shirt. Oh, what are you telling the listeners? Nothing. You'll hear it and edit. I totally won't fucking hear it and edit. <laughs> what's, the, what's the point of listening to the entire episode when uh, I know our mics are good? Um, so it was. It, I feel bad about not getting your song added the other week with Bads. It's all right. It was a, a troll pick. Um Oh, okay. Well, for, not. sorry. You shouldn't feel bad because while I was in Germany, I thought I'd put one of Germany's most loved artists on the playlist. Oh, is it David Hasselhoff? It was a David Hasselhoff song. God, I'm so <laughs> fucking glad. I would. I don't know if I would have added that anyways, man. Yeah. I probably would have looked at it and been like, nope, sorry. Well, Looking for Freedom is a terrible song, but it's, it's easily his most catchy. Uh, Let's see. But yeah, it doesn't need to be on there. All right, so what does this uh, what does this Benjamin have for us? Benjamin has is it 
Bright Eyes, first day of my life. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I feel like he's put a different Bright Eyes song on the playlist before, so I'm excited about it because I'm pretty sure I liked it. Um. Well, then, going off of that, um, I will do an artist that you like. Um, let's do Hollywood Forever by Kayflay. Oh, nice. And I was wrong. There is no Bright Eyes song on oh, the really? playlist. Oh, so. really? On any of the three playlists. But I have that's, heard them before. And I will, yeah, I was going to say, when you said that, like they sound, it's a definitely a familiar sounding name. So uh, what do you got for me? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I Am The Highway by Audio Slave. I am the highway. I want to ride it all night long. Right? Wow. <laughs> a really good uh, podcast on Oh, man. Sometimes you just got to roll with it. Um, okay. So that gives us uh, 10 hours and 21 minutes. Nice. Yeah, man. Getting there. It is. Quite, quite crazy, actually. Um, I'm really enjoying this playlist, though. Yeah, that's pretty good. I listened. I downloaded that one onto my phone before I went to Germany so I could listen to it offline, and it was fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I try and I try and do that in the summer. There's a uh there's like a good forty five minute section where I lose cell phone signal yeah. once the once the foliage kicks in, so it's nice to have have that shit downloaded on Spotify. That's fair. Um so, yeah. I mean you got two weeks to watch The Witcher if you haven't, and we're gonna spoil the shit out of it. So finish. Oh it yeah, up. good call. Good call. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have Gator on. Um, watch the animated series if you can. Um, Nightmare of the as... Wolf is the animated series. Yep. And then uh, we'll have Gator on, and we'll talk. We'll talk Witcher. Um, next week, Cliff and Chuck, not music episode. Just want to talk to those out. bastards. <laughs> I can't figure out what I want to do for my pick, so hey man, don't rush it. We got we got as much time as you need. I want you to pick something that you like. Well, there's a new Bastille album coming out in the near future, and I'm tempted mm. to make us all listen to it together for the first time and see before you know. I've listened to some of the songs, but I haven't listened to the whole album, obviously, because it's not out yet. So, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Also, they're coming to Madison on June 1st. Oh, nice. Pre-order started yesterday, so I have my tickets for June 1st to go see them in concert here in town. That's cool. Is it like uh, like a venue or seating? Uh, venue. The Sylvie is the name of it. So Cool. Cool, man. It's uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be like the fifth time I've seen them in concert, but the first time I don't have to drive X number of hours to go see them. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. That's really cool. I haven't been... Been to a show in quite some time, honestly. Um, they are a good time though when you go out. We, yeah. we actually well, went out tonight. The show we went to a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago was pretty fantastic as well. So yeah, yeah, you were saying that you really enjoyed that. That's yeah. awesome. Of course, the next day they put their tour on pause because their one of the guitarists tested positive for COVID. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the case, man. Um, we uh, dude, we went out tonight. Um, for my my brother in law wanted uh wanted to like go out to eat for a birthday present 
right? Like to just get out, not have kids, like be with adults, have a good time. Uh, I, f- I found this Thai place like five miles from my house. Okay. Um, and it's, it's funny because it's, it's five miles away from the city. So like going more country, right? Okay. And it's in a strip mall. So I'm like very cautious of it, right? It does but seem the sketchy. Re- but... But the reviews online were fucking amazing. Like absolutely. Am- I think it had like 4.8 stars or 4.9 stars on Google with like hundreds of reviews. And I'm like, okay, well, pretty good. Yeah, like like either either we got a bunch of podunk people that don't know what good Thai food tastes like, or there's there's a little gem here. So we show up, and there's no one in the restaurant. <laughs> so we're walking in, and I'm like, "Well, it's always a good sign when you go to the restaurant, and no one's eating there." <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody says. Uh, but. To be fair, I think about 15 to 20 people picked up to go orders while we were sitting there. So, so. (laughs) yeah, there was there was constantly like two to three people wait. Like after we said about five, 10 minutes after we sat down, there was constantly two to three people waiting for to go orders the entire time we were there. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like there's obviously like like people coming. Right, dude. It was stellar Thai food. Awesome. Like it was, it was like comparable to some of my favorite restaurants in Minneapolis. I was like, like, oh my god, dude! And it's just a few minutes from my house. I, uh, I'm happy. So talking about going out and doing things, yeah, I was, I was pretty stoked on on how that unfolded tonight. I'm happy because going out to eat is uh, a rarer thing these days. So hitting a gem is always a plus, right? Yeah. So. All right, uh, let's wrap it and get some sleep, bro. Uh, sounds good to me. All right. Hey, people, thanks for listening. Hope we had fun. We're Potato Thumbs Podcast. First of all, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs>